What's up, you guys? It's Lizzie back at it with another podcast with my buddy. I'm Tanner. I'm Tanner. Uh, and what? I'm Lizzie. Yeah. And this is our first podcast ever. Timby Talks. Yeah, we're at Timberwolf Lake here in Lake City, Michigan. Um, John's not listening to us. <laughs> John! (laughs) (laughs) Slight interruption. And today's topic is testimonies. Testimonies. So, why are we starting a podcast? I, well, personally, I think I wanted to start a podcast because using my voice is pretty cool. Mm, mm, Yeah, I hear you. Why do you want to start a podcast? Um, I think a podcast is a great excuse to talk. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Great excuse. Well, if you guys don't know what Timberwolf is, it is a Young Life camp. And if you don't know what Young Life is, (laughs) well, where are you? Amen. (laughs) Um, Young Life is a camp to spread the gospel to kids to kids to middle schoolers high schoolers young lives which is a ministry for teen moms um (laughs) uh capernaum which is special needs um ministry which is amazing it's a sleigh um yeah, so today we're going to start a podcast because we've been talking about it for the five days that we've been here at Timberwolf, and we decided to start it today. Yes. And the first thing we're going to do is tell you our testimonies and how Lizzie's we got gonna to... Lizzie's going to go first. Oh, yes. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to tell you how I got to where I am. Yeah, all those things. Um. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, that was a good one. Bow, bow, bow. Applaud, clap, 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 clap. And we're right back into it. So, um, I am Lizzie. I am 19 years old, and my life started on May 24th, 2003, at approximately some time in the morning. And um, I was raised in a Catholic-ish household, meaning that I my family was culturally Catholic, but I wouldn't say they were following the Lord um, and g- dedicating their life to God. And so, um, yeah, I didn't really really know much about God. I had to go to a class every Wednesday, so I didn't know you could have a relationship with Him. But I did know that he was something in the sky, someone that you sometimes talk to. Um, yeah, and he was my friend. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, as I grew up, I my parents worked every day. I also grew up like right outside of Chicago, so Chicago represent. Um, (laughs) and so, yeah, my parents worked, both of them worked, um, like eight to five every day. So they weren't in my life much, um, only after work were they. Um, and so my grandparents took care of me, but, and my sister, who's a year older, 
And they also took care of my four cousins who were 10 years older than us. So they were also helping to raise us in that. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't really, none of them were following the Lord. And so I had no knowledge of this God um, who loves us. And so um, I grew up just kind of with this like void and this hurt and this insecurity. Um, and I love being really loud. And I think it was hard because I never felt like I got enough attention from my parents. Um, and it always felt like I asked too much. And so um, when I got to middle school, I like really fell into academics and in sports. And so I did all the sports and got the best grades and won the awards. Um, but I still like felt this void. Um, but it was kind of like sustaining for like a little bit. Um, and I was watching my older cousins, like, party and doing all of that, so I assumed that was the next step I had to take to fill this void that I had. Um, so when I got to high school, I was the girl who partied so much. Um, I was known as Drunk Lizzie, and, um, <clears throat> yeah, just loved being the spotlight in, in that drinking and smoking weed, and just um doing whatever I could to have fun and get that next fun high if that makes sense um and so um in high school at the same time when all of that was happening my best friend's sister became a young life leader and I was like um eh, maybe I'll do that like all my friends are going and so I went to young life club every week and did campaigners and I was I felt this interest in what they had to say, but I mean, at the same time, a bunch of boys were going, and so I was kind of like chasing after them and chasing after coolness and chasing after mm, like this, what they were talking about at Young Life. And so me and my Young Life leaders would hang out all the time. Um, we'd get <laughs> coffee, um, and I'd get be grounded for... Um, like two weeks because I'd get in trouble for having a party at my house. Um, but I was able to see my young life leaders and every week I'd be like, I'm not going to drink anymore. But then when I get ungrounded, I just go crazy again. And so, um, my sophomore year came around and I went through a really hard time. I went through a bad breakup, um, as bad as they get in high school. Um, and I gave my life to this boy and I um, was just really left feeling empty and lost and heartbroken. And um, I really struggled with suicidal thoughts in high school and not feeling heard. And so, um, <clears throat> and then I um, remember it was 4th of July and I got so drunk. Um, I basically blacked out, not as like terrible, but like pretty close to blacking out um, and not remembering much. And so um, my best friend at the time walked me home, and I remember just saying hi to my mom, and then I just broke down crying in my room, and I was just like wailing, um, and nobody heard me, and I just felt so unseen and so lost, um, and just felt like my life needed to change, but was really confused, and so I called my young life leader, and she drove 45 minutes to come hang out with me at three in the morning on 4th of July 
um, and just sit with me and hear me cry and see me kind of drunk still. So it was crazy. Um, and I still was confused and lost, but she basically a week later was like, hey, you should come to Young Life Camp. And I was like, no shot. That sounds dumb. Um, I'll never go to that. <laughs> and she's like, well, the bus leaves in 12 hours, and I really want you to come, and I won't make you pay a penny if you come. And so I was like, I'll talk to my parents. And so <laughs> um, my parents were really mad at me. They are like, you cannot go. And I was like, something is telling me I need to go. I'm going. And if anybody lives in the Midwest area, they know all about Lollapalooza. And Lollapalooza is this huge concert that all the teens, all the college students, everybody goes to because all the best artists are playing. And so my parents were like, if you go to this camp, you're not going to Lollapalooza. And I was like, what? I can't go to Lollapalooza if I go to this camp? And so I had to sit and think <laughs> in my teenage mind what was best. And I chose to go to camp, which is a crazy thing for that time. Um, and I went to camp, and I cried every night. And every night they shared the gospel. And I just remember feeling like this is what I want in my life, and this is what I want to chase. And I sat under the stars at Sharp Top Cove, and my life was completely changed. And my young life leader, leader took a chance and trusted the Lord that that would happen, and it did. Um, so praise God for that. And so I came back from camp, and I was like, what now? Like, what do I do? Um, and the Lord really convicted me of not drinking and not smoking. And so I ended up just being the DD for the next year. Um, but I was still really insecure and really struggling. And I think a lot of people believe that once you believe in God, everything is good, which is just not true. Um, there's a lot of joy that comes with believing in the Lord, but there's also still a lot of building and growing and giving things up to the Lord that just needs to be worked on um, and surrendered. And so by Christmas time, um, there's a Christmas sermon at this church called Soul City Church. Um, it was where I went for a little bit. And I just remember weeping and being like, wow, like I believe in God, but I'm really not giving my life to him. Like I'm not following him fully. I stopped drinking and I stopped doing these things, but like my life isn't fully his because I'm still chasing after these things. And so that was when I like rededicated my life um, again and just felt really convicted. Um, and so quarantine, so I got baptized right before quarantine and that was awesome. Praise God. Um, and then quarantine happened and it was between watching TV and working out all day or giving my life to the Lord and reading my Bible, growing in knowledge, growing in wisdom and growing with him. Um, and uh, the Lord really convicted me of that, and that's what I ended up doing. And so my during quarantine, which was really hard for people, um, it ended up being a really big growing season for me um, and where I really saw my faith develop. Um, and then after that, um, <laughs> sorry, this is a long story. <laughs> um, after that, I started... Uh, quarantine was kind of over, not really, but I got a job at Dick's Sporting Goods, and I met a guy, and he ended up being four years older than me, and I was a senior in high school, which is illegal, and so um, 
it really wrecked me and I felt like I had to date him and had to marry him um, because I was a Christian and that's what you have to do. So I felt really stuck um, and just felt really confused on why the Lord um, was doing this to me. But in reality, it was me doing it to myself and feeling like I needed a man to be fulfilled. And so, um, <laughs> and so, um, I was super heartbroken and then that summer the summer before that I was supposed to go to do work crew um but that ended up getting canceled because of COVID and so I ended up doing it my the summer going into college um and so that work crew is a work month at a young life camp where you just volunteer your time and you just kind of find community that's your age and you just um, at work crew, you like serve the campers, you do the laundry, um, hard jobs, but they're really glorifying to the Lord and super fun if you make it that way. And so um, went to work crew and was the first time I ever experienced Christian community. And I um, just felt really convicted and was like, guys, I'm in this relationship and it sucks and I hate it, but I can't leave. And they're like, girl break up with him and I was like really and they're like yes and I was like but the Lord hasn't said anything and they're like the Lord speaks through people and I was like dang so felt really convicted of that you don't get your phone at work crew and so I literally used the camp line remembered his phone number called him broke up with him and never saw him again then I went to college and that was a crazy year and the Lord honestly the past couple of years has just been really really growing my heart and drawing me closer to him and putting me on these wild adventures um that we can talk a lot more about but yeah that's a really long and in-depth version of my testimony um and now you get to hear my good friend Tantans um and Timby talks so what is your testimony so I kind of grew up in a household where uh I always start with my parents because they met in college um and like most college happenings, uh, they messed around, had a kid, um, and dad kind of felt pressured into uh, staying and starting a family. Um, so there was always like a weird, a weird pull between them, but they, I'd say they loved each other. Um, but it was hard um, because of multiple reasons. Um, my mom grew up Catholic, so she never really, uh, she she kind of fell out of her faith um, because she wasn't ever really like fully drawn into the Catholic Church. Um, and it kind of just died out when she became an adult and had a family. But we would go to church as a family. Um, and then towards like, towards like when I was like eight or nine, it was more of a decision if we wanted to go to church. Um, but that's like the basis. Um, but I was born in, on April 29th at 10:48 PM. Um, and... My two, I have two older sisters, um, and 
they kind of they kind of led me in a lot of ways um but growing up my dad was a social alcoholic so during like social events he would drink a lot um and there was mental abuse physical abuse um and some stuff i don't even know to this day but it just sort of wrecked the family dynamic um mm-hmm. there's multiple stories to tell with that um but um my faith kind of started with going to church but it wasn't really a decision and i was probably like four when we went as a family so i grew up in like a household that went to church but never talked about it outside of church um never talked about jesus or any of that outside of church um or even in church um so i actually started my relationship when my oldest sister uh, brought me to the North Canton Chapel when I was in sixth grade. And, um, I mean, I was just that awkward kid that went to church and didn't really know anyone and didn't really know himself. Um, I I had friends. Um, I was definitely in in a lot of friend groups, but... I didn't know myself well enough to know where where I landed with people or with myself. Um, and I was kind of just an outcast at that point. Um, and then I just kept going in sixth grade. Um, and then some stuff happened from between like fifth grade and seventh grade. Um, my parents got divorced when I was in about, I think maybe first grade I was around seven when my parents got divorced so that was a really hard a really hard transition um just having to go week to week um transitioning from house to house was really draining um and at the time um I was going to church with Courtney my older sister and um it was just really uh it was really hard because having to deal with, like, a non-consistent schedule um, and then all that, um, multiple things happened then. Um, just a lot, of, a lot of childhood trauma affected, affected me and kind of made me mad at the world. Um, but I just kept going to church with Courtney, and then in seventh grade I ended up going to a church camp um, with that same church and I gave my life to Christ that weekend and I just felt his spirit um, it was the first time I like actually felt the community of the church and like the Christian community of other people um, and then came home and was still going to that church but I didn't really have anyone to lead me well um just multiple reasons um whether it was family like moving away or like 
church pastors moving away. Um, just a lot of change happened when we got back from camp. And that kind of really made it hard um, to have someone to lead me. Um, and so after that, I mean, during seventh grade, I was still going to church and all that. And then I was also hanging out with my other friend groups and I was starting to get involved with other stuff like like vaping was the biggest thing I got into. Um, and like just doing dumb stuff. Um, and then I kind of rejected that friend group um, the summer of seventh grade, the summer of seventh grade going into eighth grade. And then I became super suicidal in eighth grade because um, I really had no one. I would eat lunch in my, uh, I was in um, like the, the classroom for like extra time and all that. Um, forget what it's called, but uh, I was in that classroom and I would literally eat lunch in, in her room because I just didn't want to be in the cafeteria because... I mean, straight up didn't have friends because I turned myself away from them. Um, like, I I knew people, but they were just peers and not not genuine friendships. Um, so I became super suicidal, almost committed suicide, um, and then just held on a little stronger in freshman year. I uh, I did go to wildlife, which is for middle schoolers in middle school. Um, but I would just periodically go and never really paid attention to the Jesus talks at the end. Um, and then freshman year, uh, I played soccer with my best friend, uh, Austin Rambod, and he invited me to Young Life. The, and that night, I rekindled my relationship with Jesus Christ and got saved again, um, well, rededicated and I would say that moment changed my life. Um, and since then, I've been trying to grow um, and see the Lord in everything I do. Um, but like Lizzie said, um, it doesn't get easier. Um, freshman year was honestly really difficult um, because it was a new friend group. Um, and that friend group had been in wildlife and had literally done everything together and I kind of I felt welcomed but it was just hard transitioning into going from multiple friend groups to nothing to just this one genuine friend group that I had never felt before um and Jesus was so strong at that point freshman year and then sophomore year um I fell into following girls um in my pornography addiction that had started in sixth grade uh, really attacked me sophomore year. Um, it absolutely drained me. Um, woke up and that was what I looked forward to at that point. And it was just really difficult to uh, look at myself. Um, that was when my body dysmorphia started. And... Uh, I would look at myself in the mirror and I was like, why, why would I turn from the Lord and why would I do this stuff if he loves me so much? Um, and I almost felt like a burden at that point. Um, 
but it was really hard. And then sophomore year, I think we went to winter weekend, and uh, I forget who spoke, but I was I was touched by what they had to say and went home and had a talk with my leader at the time, um, Austin Biss, and we just had the sin talk again, like they do at camp, and like it it is it is crazy like yes we sin but jesus died on the cross for us like in like that moment like really really stood out to me um with my faith and then junior year um junior year is kind of a blur because sophomore year covid and then junior year was um it was honestly weird because I went through like multiple things junior year. Um, I would go to I would go to the church every day because I did online classes. Oh, junior year, I um, I would go to the church and do my homework, and then uh, I mean, I had a really good youth pastor at the time, um, and we were like best friends. Um, and I would literally do my homework until I had to go to video productions. And I would literally spend my day in there. And just either do homework or read my Bible or just hang out and talk. Um, and then the other aspect of junior year was, oh, junior year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when um, junior year was hard because I would transition from church life to just my thoughts and my thoughts kill me um and suicidal thoughts kind of came back in because of quarantine um I was really into reading my bible but I was also really into like working out and just focusing on myself and um I was kind of more geared towards my plan and not God's plan. Um, God's plan. God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just hard because I wasn't relying on the Lord for everything, um, as we should. And that really wrecked me. Um, and then transitioned into senior year, I basically became a student leader. Um, brought a ton of kids to uh, club and campaigners and was just on fire for the Lord again. Um, I don't really know what switched. Well, no, I do. Uh, I served at Timberwolf my junior year. Timby uh, talks. Yeah, Timby. Timby is a thin place for me. Um, I kind of rekindled my relationship with the Lord again um, after the little dry spurt junior year. Um, and then, yeah, senior year was crazy good. Um, I was just on fire for the Lord and then graduated, um, was really good. It was really hard though, because some of the guys went to other colleges and I had gone to a community college the first semester. And then this past semester, I went to West Virginia and go Mountaineers. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> West Virginia was weird because, once again, um, 
I like my routine, um, and when my routine gets thrown off, uh, a lot of stuff gets thrown off for me, and um, West Virginia is definitely a learning curve for me. Um, I definitely learned a lot about my faith and about who I am as a person this last semester, um, and just continuing to grow has been really nice, um, but I also... Um, did stuff this semester that I'm not, like, 100% proud of, um, and that's okay, um, but this semester was definitely a learning opportunity, um, because, once again, I didn't put 100% into the Lord, um, whether it's trust or time or anything, (laughs) like, if it's not 100%, like, I'm at the point where if it's I'm not 100% in the Lord, I don't want it. Um, and that's something I'm realizing being at camp for five days and um, just on the drive up, um, just re rethinking about this entire semester was a really good opportunity. And, um, I mean, I'm ready for this summer because... Once again, I'm in a growing season, and I'm ready to hear what the Lord has to say to me and the rest of the interns this season, and um, just ready to be on fire for the Lord, and mm. hopefully uh, not let the ash burn out. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's kind of little gist of my story. Come on. The um, Lord is good. Amen. Um, Romans twelve twelve says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Mm. And I think that is a great representation of the summer. For those of you that don't know, we're at Timberwolf Camp, um, Timberwolf Lake. Year. Um, and we are serving the Lord through that um, as interns for the whole summer, so come on. Um, but, yeah. So basically, in that, in Romans twelve twelve, um, we get to be expectant that the Lord is going to do great things. And so we are just sitting here faithfully expectant mm. that the Lord is going to do crazy things in our lives. Um, but, yeah, that is our first one. Um, and it was our testimonies. And we wanted to share a little bit about ourselves and who we are and um, what we're going to talk about for the next uh 13 weeks, we don't really know, but yeah. it will be funny, it will be sad, it will be hard. Um, I mm-hmm. think this one was a harder one. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, this is our first time hearing each other's testimonies, so come on. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool to be able to share that with each other and whoever listens, if anybody listens, so <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> but If you made it this far, come on. comment pizza. Pizza. Um, I've been eating a lot of pizza. Yeah, same. But, yeah, so, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Video Tanner out. Radio Rebel out.